the Chef Naz Podcast begins now. Welcome to the Chef Naz Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to hear from Pastor Rob when he recently spoke at our One Team Rally. During this meeting, Pastor Rob unveiled the renewed mission and vision crafted at our recent staff retreat. Let's join in. What I want to do is start with our mission statement. And our mission statement, as you guys know, and you've heard it many times, Cheney says it every week, we hear it all the time, it's plastered on all of our stuff. And that is connecting our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ. And so we started looking at that and said, is this really the best mission statement for us? Is it clear? Is it practical? Does it have handles? Can we measure success by it? Do people know what it means? Do people have the ability to be a part of it and to be able to, 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 to make it their own? And as we began talking about it, we really felt like there was some unclarity to it, some unpracticality to it. And so we kind of felt like maybe we needed to clarify that. And so we, we started thinking about it and praying and talking about it. And this conversation probably has been going on behind the scenes and bits and pieces for more than a year or two. Uh, but we really felt like um, some things about our mission statement were difficult. One of them was, was connecting our community. And, and a lot of us, not everybody who comes to this church lives in Gehanna. So the question is, who's our community? Uh, is it Gehanna? Is it just in Johnstown? What about the people who live in Blacklick or Columbus or Whitehall or Reynoldsburg or wherever at Westerville or wherever else? What does it mean to connect our community? And then what does it mean to connect? Does it mean that you, they come to church? Does it mean that we're, you know, we're connecting them? We're talking about connecting them in a relationship. So obviously we want them to get saved, right? And come to know Jesus. Um, but at the end of the day, it kind of seems like it stops right there. Like once they come to know Jesus, then our, then our mission statement is over. And that's not really true. Uh, and then we just t- kind of talked about how do we measure that? And we have not been doing a good job measuring that. So we, we felt like we were going to, um, we felt like we needed to work through as a staff and kind of pray through what a good new, new mission statement for us would be. And I'm going to just share with you what, where we come up with and I'll talk to you a little bit about it. And this kind of our new mi- mission frame is going to come up here on the screen and you'll see it behind me, but you see the four sides to it. The top left-hand corner is our mission statement and our new mission statement that I want to introduce to you is helping people take their next step toward Jesus. Um, and so that's what we feel like needs to be the thing that drives our, our mission and our heartbeat. And we like this for a lot of reasons. One, we like it because it's practical, right? Every one of us, no matter where we are, uh, can grow closer to Jesus. Like if you've been walking with Jesus for 50 years, you can still grow closer to him, right? If you, have, if you walked into this building and you never knew Jesus, you can take a step closer to him. It doesn't mean that you have to get saved, but maybe you're more open to a conversation. You're more open to hearing the Holy Spirit. You're open to those kinds of things. And so we felt like, you know, if, if, if our mission was to help people to go from wherever they were on a particular day to take one step closer to become more like Jesus, that we would be successful. And every day if somebody takes a step to become a little bit more closer to Jesus, then, then, then we're, we're successful. It also seems like it's something that's measurable, right? Like I, if I know where I am in my relationship with Christ today, and I, and I know that maybe in a scale of one to ten, I'm a three, and I know that then the next step for me is to become a four or a three and a half or a 3.01, whatever it might be, that I can take a step and that we can be be really practical to help people know what are those steps that you can take to move a little bit closer to Jesus because ultimately at the end of the day that's our goal right is to be like Jesus to be as close to him as we possibly can we also felt like that this was really great because it's something that is practical and that 
wherever you are. You don't have to come to church. Like, like you don't have to come to church to help somebody take a step toward Jesus. You can do that at school. You can do that where you work. You can do that in your neighborhood. You can do that at home with your family members. You can do that in conversations. You can do that over email. You can do that in, a, in, a, in just any, any setting that you're in a, in a conversation or relationship with someone. You can help them kind of just see where they are and what does it going to take to take that next step so that you can become just a little bit closer to Jesus. And so every day we want to be able to do that. Also, we, we like gave the thesaurus a workout because we, par- we parsed every word in this mission statement. Like we looked at the first word helping uh, and then we were like, do we, want, do we want to use that word? Do we want to use the word encouraging? Do we want to use prompting? Do we want to use urging or compelling or pushing or beating people into submission? I mean, we used all, all the words. Right? We, we tried to think, what is it that we could do? We just thought of all these words, thought about, you know, people. Do we want to use the word people? And, and then the other thing I think is really important, we, we said the next step. And, and notice that word's a single word. It's singular. It's not plural. People can take steps. That's fine. But our goal is that we would help them to take one more step today to become closer to Jesus. And then the other thing is that obviously toward, toward Jesus. We want them to come and move toward Jesus. That's the goal. The goal is not that they get connected to the church or the small group. I mean, those are all things that are going to help them grow in their walk in relationship with Christ. But what we really want them to do is come to know Jesus because at the end of the day, he's the answer to everything, right? And he's the one that can help them with whatever it is that they're dealing with. And so, so we're, we want to introduce this new mission statement to you and say that our, our goal, our mission, everything that we do, every service that we have, every small group that we have, every program that we have, every event that we have, we can measure success at that event if people had an opportunity to take a step closer to Jesus than they were before the, the whole thing started. And, and we feel like that's really practical for us as a church, for, for us as individuals, as people in our relationships with each other. Um, and so this is the mission statement that we want to make an adjustment to. We want to rearticulate it. It's very similar to connecting our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ. It's not really that different, but there's a lot of phonetics that are different that makes it maybe a little bit more practical for us. And so that's kind of where we want to go. The next part of our uh, mission statement, the right upper right is our motives. And, and none of those are really changing. What we're talking about there is our values. And, and our values are really, they haven't changed. We, we've had them the same. Um, it's that the Bible matters, right? The Bible is the bottom line. It's not about what the church says, not about what the pastor says, not about what you think. It's about what God thinks and what, what the Bible says. That lost people matter. That people who don't have a relationship with Jesus, they're the ones that drive everything that we do. You know, the church is the only organization on the planet that exists for people who aren't yet a part of it. And we want to continue to be sensitive to that. Um, Pastor Dan talked about today, if we really believe Jesus is coming back, we want people to go with him, right? And so we need to tell them. And so we want to make that a priority. We also want to focus on every generation because we believe every generation matters. And again, one of the strengths of this church is that it's a multi-generational church. It's not a young church or just an old church. We got everybody connected. And I think that represents well the kingdom of God. And I love that about this church. Serving matters. Jesus came to serve, uh, not to be served. Uh, life together matters. We think that life change really happens in our relationships and that prayer matters. And we've been talking about that a lot and we're going to continue to talk about that because prayer is the one thing that can change everything, right? And we want to continue to really focus on that as well. Then the next uh, step in the lower left-hand corner is our strategy. And, and, and each of these corners answers a question like the, the upper left-hand corner, which our mission answers, what do we do? What we do is we help people take their next step toward Jesus. And the upper right-hand corner is the answer to the question, why do we do it? And we do it because the Bible matters and lost people matter. 
the, the lower left-hand corner answers the question, how do we do it? Like, how do we want people to get involved? Like, if someone comes to you and says, hey, I'd like to get into your ch- involved in your church, how can I do that? In the past, we've had a strategy. It was started by three W's, and it was worship together, walk together, and work together. Remember that? And our goal was that we felt like if people would come together and worship together, that would be step one. If they would walk together in meaningful relationships, step two, and then work together, serving inside the church and outside the church, step three. And we felt like that kind of needed a little bit of re- tooling as well. So while we didn't change any of the values, we did change our our map or our strategy. And I have an alliteration problem. I like using the same letters because it's easy to remember. So we came up with these four letters that start with, four words that start with the letter E. And that is encounter, experience, engage, and expand. And so if someone comes to you and says, hey, how can you, how can I get involved in your church? And the answer to the question is these four E's. First of all, we want people to come together, encounter God's presence in worship. So when we gather together in worship, our goal is that we would experience God's presence. Like when we gather together, we sing songs, we give money, we fellowship together, we serve, we, we hear a sermon and all those kind of things. And all those things are good and well. But if we don't experience and encounter the presence of God, we walk out unchanged, right? And it's not to learn something new, it's to encounter the presence of God. And so when we gather together in worship, that's, that's our goal. We want to encounter the presence of God. And I know... And we know that you can encounter God's presence in other places. Like you can take a walk in the woods and encounter God's presence. And so we're not saying that the only place you can encounter God's presence is in worship. But what we are saying is that when we gather together corporately, we want to experience God's presence. And that when we do, we feel like we've done what God's asked us to do. And when we don't, we, then we miss the mark. And so we want to encounter God's presence in, in worship. And we want to experience life change in groups. The best way for us to experience life changes in relationships with other people. Like God is the one that changes us, but God uses people to hold us accountable and to encourage us. And so we want to make sure that we're involved in groups. Also, we want to engage daily in spiritual development. This is kind of a new thing for us because here's what happens is that God, God moves in our lives and he moves toward us all the time, but we have to be responsible to move toward him as well. And if God just keeps moving toward us and we're never moving toward him, then we're just taking a walk and we're ahead of him and he's behind us. But if we turn and we engage him on a regular basis and we move toward him, then we can have that kind of encounter and we can experience and, 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 and grow in our walk and our relationship with God. We're making that an important step in our process is that, is that every single person takes the, takes the intentionality to engage God in their relationship. And then finally is to expand God's kingdom in service and in leadership. And so again, we want everyone to be serving. And you guys, to me, are the heroes. You're the ones that are here making what we do on a regular basis work. And the truth is that without you showing up on Sundays and on Wednesdays and on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays and all the times that we do things, that this church would not work. I mean, there's just literally no way that it would work. Now more than ever, we are in desperate need of the move of God in our world our nation, our community, and our families. Prayer is a key ingredient in navigating this journey with the hope and assurance of Jesus. Shepherd Church is in the midst of 21 days of prayer, and we would invite you to join. There is a prayer guide available at shepnaz.org. Just click on the 21 days of prayer, and you will find a downloadable guide. Our 21 Days of Prayer will conclude Sunday evening, October 1st, with a night of praise and worship beginning at 6 p.m. 
And then of course our measures are strong and we, we've talked about those before. But here's something that we're really trying to clarify. And, and so a frame is really, is really designed to have something in the middle to frame it, right? And so for us, the frame would be our, uh, the frame would, would be around our vision. Like where, and vision answers the question, where is God taking this church? Like what does God want to do with Shepherd Church of the Nazarene? And so some of our, some of the answers to our questions are, we kind of started thinking through a, a one year and a three year vision frame. Uh, and, and the world, you know, like a long time ago, I remember people used to make a five year and a 10 year and a 20 year vision plan. That's just almost crazy now because the world changes so fast. So we're looking at a one year and a three year. One year would be 2024, I think, 2024, 25. Um, and the three year would be 2027. And you guys know what happens in the year 2027, right? Like this church turns 100 years old. And so we're looking at trying to see where's God going to take us in our 100th year. Um, and by the time a lot of churches turn 100, they're, they're gone. You know, like I sit on the advisory board for our district and we close churches all the time that just are, are not growing and people are, are leaving. They're not supporting it. Um, but God's doing a cool thing here and we want to continue to see what, God, what do you want to accomplish in this church in the next year, in the next three years? And so... One of the things that we have is that we believe in the next one year, there are three things that God wants us to really focus on. The first one is our next generation ministries. And, and we've talked a little bit about this and we talked about the project and we talked about how the enemy is coming after our kids, right? And we're just not going to stand for that. We're not going to let that happen. We're going to do everything we can as a church to push back and to fight for our kids and for our families. And so part of that for us meant that we need to invest heavily in our kids' ministry environment. And not just in the environment with screens and the new rooms and all this other kind of stuff, but with leadership and with programming and those kinds of things. And that's why Pastor Joey is really giving most of his time to, to that ministry. Uh, and lots of good things are happening. Um, if you've stepped into the gym, you'd see the floor is almost done, sort of. Uh, it's coming along. Uh, screens are, you know, they're, they're halfway from here to China, China to here. Uh, some of the stuff is showing up. We're, we're putting all that together. But Pastor Joe is working on programming and, and volunteers and all that kind of stuff. And so we really want to invest heavily in that and make sure that we're doing everything we can so that people, families with children come to this place and they feel welcome. They feel like we're prepared for them. They feel comfortable dropping their kids off in a safe environment. We have leaders that love them and care about them and are, are teaching them and investing in them the values of the kingdom of God and the word of God. And then when they go home, they're talking about stuff. Our goal is that Sunday morning will be the best hour in a kid's week. And kids will, it'll be so great that kids will drag their parents here because they want to be here. And so we're really praying hard for that and investing in that. Second thing we want to talk about uh, is, is Johnstown. So in our next one year, uh, in our vision frame is not just the next generation ministries, but Johnstown. And as you know, God's doing some really cool things there. Pastor Nick Shaner is here. Nick, in case you maybe have, don't know Nick, Nick, would you stand up? Nick and Cha uh, Chaney, you stand up too. Right there, yep. Pastor Nick, Chaney. Yep. Awesome. They are doing a great job and uh, we're excited about what God is doing there. We have two new board members uh, that are part of the Johnstown Church that are here as well. Uh, and God's doing some really cool stuff. One of our top priorities is, and listen to this, for 17 years, these guys have been a mobile church. They have set up and tore down every single Sunday. Gasp, right? 
I mean, can you imagine that? And these are the two guys that almost do it almost every Sunday. They, they get up early, they go to the, the food pantry, they hook up a trailer, they drive it over to the, to the school, they unload it, set everything up, they have church, then they load the trailer back up and take it. And I mean, it's like, it's crazy. So one of, the, one of the priorities that we're praying for is that God would give us a place that's a permanent place, just a place where we can park it, park the trailer, maybe burn it, uh, blow it up or something like that, uh, get the stuff out of it first. But we would love to be able to just find a permanent place. Um, and as you know, Johnstown is just blowing up in this Gehenna and Blacklick and New Albany and all that. Uh, and we're excited about what God is going to do. So we're praying really hard. It's a priority to try to find a permanent place. And we really have, God's like taking this on a really cool journey so far. And we have some really good leads uh, to a place. Um, and I'm excited to tell you the story if it all works out pretty soon. But it's coming together really nice and it's not all done. But keep praying for that if you would. But we're excited about that. And how awesome it would be that after 17 years, that there would be a place that they can just, this is, our, this is our place. This is where we're going to be and start building the ministry and not have to spend all that time setting up and tearing down. Um, plus, these guys, these guys would love it. I would love it. I can't wait for that to happen. So, so we're praying about that. And then finally, the third thing is that we want to be real intentional about outreach. And, and again, when I say that, it kind of goes back to what Pastor Dan preached about today. If we really believe that when, when Jesus comes back, if people don't know Jesus, they're going to be left out, then we need to get everybody that we know and that we love and that we care about in, right? Our families, our friends, our neighbors, our co-workers, people that, that we, we love and that we care about. And so we want to be real intentional about outreach. And part of outreach for us has always been having these events and bringing people here. And sometimes there's effectiveness to that, sometimes there's not. So this coming year, you're going to see that we're going to shift up, change our, our uh, outreach events. There'll be some that people will come here, but some of them we're going to take on the road and we're going to go to where people are. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to kind of tra- change that. And we're going to really focus on uh, each person finding somebody that doesn't know Jesus and just pouring our life into them, praying our faces off for them so that we can see Jesus, Jesus uh, come, that they can come to know Jesus and their life will be changed. So those are some of the things that we really want to work on this coming year. And then the next thing, I think there's another slide for this too, on uh, the three-year vision frame center. Uh, the three-year vision frame would be, we just want to, we want to see people come to know Jesus, right? I mean, I would love to see, I would love to see your friends, your family members, your neighbors, my neighbors coming to know Jesus, people we don't know. And we're going to focus on that. We're going to focus on uh, helping people get connections to the church. And, and I, and we're praying about this. And this is kind of still a little bit unclear, but and I'd love for you to join us in this as we try to, to try to envision what does God want to do in the next three years here? We know it involves conversions. We know it involves helping people get connected to the church, but maybe we could, should plan another church, right? I mean, this church is a hundred years old, almost 100 years old, we've never planted another church. Um, and so maybe there's some things that we could do to be a part of that uh, and planting the kingdom of God, helping to multiply the efforts that God has given to us. And so we're really excited about what God's doing in Johnstown. Maybe there's a, another place that God would want to do that as well. Maybe we could plant a church. Um, maybe we could plant a church in another country. Um, and so if you listen to the podcast this week with Milton Gay, you might find out what it is. I felt like when he said something, the Holy Spirit just hit me over the head and said, listen, mister, uh, I want you to be a part of something like this. And so there's a possibility that we could be a part of those kinds of things as well. So there's a ton of things that God is doing around here and I just want you to hear those things and know what we're doing but I want you to know about the mission statement change and our and our strategy change and how that's going to affect some of the things that we do. You'll notice some changes with all of that as well as we as we move ahead and just wanted to kind of let you know some of those things are are, are coming. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you will take to heart this renewed mission and vision 
What is your next step toward Jesus? How can you help those around you take their next step? One of those ways is by engaging daily with the podcast and sharing it with others. This is an easy way to start a discussion with those around you. As always, you can reach out to us by emailing podcast at shepnaz.org. We also would love to see your comments on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to help spread the message. For Pastor Rob, I'm Joe. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.